0: So, Rabbi Guy and I were talking this morning about the idea of, of habits, addictions, behaviors, not remembering the line in your mind. You're so used to being in the zoo, so used to have been mistreated and tamed and trained that you can no longer release yourself from that caboose of that train that keeps dragging you down the same habits and the same patterns and the same Way of thinking and the way of being, but you're not free. You know, the song, Free Your Mind and the Rest Will Follow. You have to free your mind and then the rest will follow. But it's hard to free your mind, even though you have freed your throat from drinking liquor, your arm from shooting up needles, or your mouth from smoking up psychedelics and cannabis and all these things. Even though you're not doing those addictive behaviors, the behaviors have already got you in an addictive pattern even without the drugs in you. You're still doing the things that you have been used to doing in your slavery, in your depression. It's a lot of black people the same way, right? Racism, slavery, old habits. A lot of white people, racism, having slaves, old habits. And you're used to being trained. Your parents did it and their parents did it. You're used to seeing yourself the way they told you to see you. You're used to seeing other people the way they tell you to see them. And you're getting that mindset in the set. But the Bible says we're getting those things which are behind. We press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, right? As Rabbi Guy says, the renewing of the mind. You've got to do what? Say it, Rabbi. You've got to renew your mind. Just because you gave your
1: life to Jesus, because you gave your life to the Lord, does not renew your mind and your flesh. It renews your spirit. But you are still the person that you were, and now it is your responsibility to move on. It is your responsibility to start and undo the habits that you've done. you got to start uprooting it. As I said before, it's the habits that you have ingrained in you. Because all you are is a by some of your habits. You know, the things you think about becomes the thing you talk about, becomes the thing you do. The things you do consistently becomes your habit. Your habits becomes your character, and your character becomes who you are. So it all starts with the thought. you got to start renewing your thoughts, renewing your mind. Instead of just trying to uproot the old, you gotta start bringing in the new and uproot the old. It's a double-edged sword. You gotta undo the old and start doing the new. You do not put new wine in old wine skins. You have to replace it. You have to renew your mind, and it's an active process. It's something. It's a progress. It's
0: something that goes on. It 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 continues. And if you do put new wine in old wine skins, the Bible says what the wineskins burst. So imagine putting on. New pants and an old waist, right? You lost weight, but you're wearing the same big pants. It looked like a clown walking down the street or, or, right? You've gained weight and you're wearing the pants that you wore when your waist was 28. Then you look really ridiculous when you're working out. You got some more muscles, but you're wearing those same tight shirts. I think some of you do it on purpose and it looks ridiculous. So don't do that. Find some shirts that fit. Don't look like you're busting out of your shirt like Hulk. That makes you look stupid. The reality is you're six foot one now. Change your shirt, change your pants, change your underwear. You're not five foot two. Your foot has grown. You're still trying to put it in that small shoe. Women do that a lot because they don't like having big feet. But there you go. Trying to cram your foot in a shoe that doesn't fit. So you're trying to cram your life. You're not free. You got to free yourself. Jesus said the truth will set you free. No, he didn't. He said, the truth you know will set you free. And the know is the yada yada. The experience no, Abraham knew his wife. Of course he knew, but the word knew meant that there was a physical interaction. The truth you know will set you free. The truth that you experience, the truth that you apply, the truth that you do will set you free. It's not that the truth is the truth. It can't do anything for you. Right? What did you say earlier? You've got to free your what? Self because God what?
1: Because God cannot save you from yourself. See, God can save you, but not from yourself. Because if you make yourself your own God, then how can God be your God? Because as you know, you can only serve one master. You can either serve God or yourself. So ask yourself, who do you want to be a slave to? Because you are going to be a slave. Everyone is a slave. You don't like the word slave because nobody wants to be a slave, yet everyone's a slave, which means that no one is a slave unless you're a slave to sin. Because you can either be a slave to sin or a slave to God. And you choose, who do you want your master to be, sin? Or God, because the wages of sin are death and the wages of God are life. So what do you want to do? It's not about what you know in your head. It's what you apply and live out every single day. And it's a a conscious awareness. That's why it says be sober in your mind because the devil is like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If you're living in drunkenness and you're walking around oblivious to the truth, then don't be surprised when the devil comes at you and you wake up and you realize that you've done the exact thing that you wished you would stop. Struggling with your addiction, struggling with your negative thoughts, struggling with jerking off all day, struggling with chasing bitches, and struggling with with watching pornography, and struggling with all the bad habits that you had before you've given your life to Christ. It's a conscious behavior that you have to be aware of, and you have to keep fighting. It's a war. Following God is an uphill journey. God is in heaven. Heaven is up above. If you want to go to heaven... (laughs) <laughs> then it's an uphill journey. And an uphill journey is tough and it's rough. And when you go uphill, you want to travel light. You don't want to carry all this baggage with you, all this luggage, all this Unfor- bad habits. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, mostly to yourself. It's easy right. to
0: forgive other people, but it's harder to forgive yourself. As the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. What your mind, as you think, Jesus, as you believe, according unto you, what do you believe? How do you see yourself? You know, the battle is in your mind. The power is in the words of your tongue that you speak, the words that you speak to yourself. And the scripture talks about where that battle is, Rabbi. The battle is in the mind, Amen. in the mind, as we think. That's why it says casting down every vain imagination that exalted itself against the mind of God, because the battle is in your mind. So the Bible says to put on the helmet of salvation to guard your mind against every dart that throws every day. Right. Like you said. Your biggest enemy is yourself, yeah. everybody else. Well, if your biggest enemy is yourself, and Jesus said, love your enemies, you better learn to love yourself. You see how that works? Love your enemies. Well, your biggest enemy is yourself. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, you're the biggest enemy. Forgive. Well, forgive thyself. Then you can forgive me. Forget. But most of us live, like you said, in that baggage, carrying unforgiveness, what was done to you, what was said to you, what they did, what George Washington did, what this one did, what the slave people, what the founding fathers did, what men did. And you're living in that past. Women love to do that particularly, that grudge, holding that bitterness, what was done. And they don't forget like an elephant's memory. They're just going to bring it back up. They say they forgive you, then they'll bring it back up. Wait for the right argument. They say people become <laughs> hysterical. I think they
1: become historical. They keep bringing up history, like, oh, you did that, 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 that become historical. Leave history behind. There's a reason it says history. It's, it's God's story, not yours. History. Leave it alone. Move on. But you see, what people forget to do is protect their eyes and their ears because when you think about it, your mind is a computer and you have sensors. Whatever you, you absorb through your eyes and your ears, through your senses, through your nerves, if you want to stop being a certain way, get away from the things that make you trigger that, that action, that trigger that behavior. Stop looking at what Robert, it is. Proverbs said, don't look at her. And don't, don't listen.
0: Don't listen. Guard your ear. Everybody says, oh, you got to listen to everybody. No, you don't. You better learn who to and who not to listen to, Amy Grant said in her song years ago. Who to and who not to listen to, what to and what not to see. Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look. I made a covenant with my ears not to hear. You don't need to hear everybody. Everybody's got an opinion. You don't need it. You don't need to hear everybody's opinion. I don't love everybody. God does. I don't hate everybody. The devil does. Therefore I have to make decisions to choose what to love and choose what to hate. To choose what to listen to and what not to. To choose what to look at and what not to. But you put everything in front of your ears. Your mother's tell you you just gotta listen to everybody. It's a lie. She's made you a prostitute. You gotta hear everybody. No, you don't. Sit in a chair and anybody can come in and have sex with you. You got your legs open like that? You got yes, you do. Because you as, as the Bible says, you become a male prostitute. It's male prostitution. We all know about female prostitution. We see the man has the energy. He gives his energy to the woman. The woman does not give you anything. She absorbs it. You give your energy to everything. You give your energy to anybody and everybody and somebody, but nobody like God, because you don't give it to him. That's why you're seeking greed and money and status. That's why you're shooting guns and hunting and NRA. And I'm a cowboy. That's why you're all full with yourself with surfing and skating and bouncing balls all day and listening to women on their rap songs bouncing their ass and their lyrics because that's what you've told yourself. That's why you got chains and tattoos all around your neck and on your skin because you have branded yourself with the devil's brand. But you're supposed to be God's brand. But you won't brand yourself with God's brand. Why? Because in your mind you've told yourself that's not fun. Well, pleasure the Bible says. Sin brings pleasure for a season but then death. See, God brings pain for a season but then life.
1: Amen, amen. See that's what you have to choose. do you want because you you're gonna get pain and pain, right? You can either pay now and play later or you can play now and pay later with interest so it what do you choose? Do you wanna pay while you're living so you can play when you're really living in God or do you wanna play now? with the devil and then pay later with the devil. It's like you choose who do you want to pay with and who do you want to play with? Because whoever you pay to
0: is who you play with. If you play now with the devil, you pay later with God. You get that? Because you're going to pay the piper. What if Bob Dylan says, you got to serve somebody? The bill comes due. The bill comes due. Hey, Saul, Saul, remember Saul, what are you going to do to save yourself? You got a choice. Everybody's got a choice. You've got a choice. What are you going to do to save yourself? Where's the key? Oh, it's behind the socket of your left eye. It's behind the socket in your left eye. Now, are you willing to gouge out your eye to get to the key to save your life? Or are you willing to lose your entire life because you don't have the (laughs) oofspa, the huspa. How do you say that? The The huspa, the guts, the courage, the real love of your life to risk your limb for your soul. Hallelujah. See, it all comes down to a choice.
1: Live or die. You have the choice.